Lord, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. This morning, we're going to be praying for the nation of Poland. Hallelujah. I want to pray concerning our leaders, that our leaders are focused on the purpose for leadership, which is to take the country in the right direction. And that from henceforth, the leaders of Poland will no longer the instruments in the hands of wicked and unreasonable men will no longer be instruments in the hands of the deep state. They will no longer be deceived but they function in the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. They function in the wisdom of God and lead the people of Poland as the Lord desires for them to be led. We also pray, declaring that salvation covers the whole nation and righteousness covers the whole nation. Hallelujah. We declare that the youth to the young people, the adults, their hearts are open to salvation. Praise the Lord. Their hearts are open to the preaching of the gospel. Hallelujah. And we see many turn to righteousness and salvation. Hallelujah. Let us begin to pray right now. Man to Karabas to Kitabi, Lokron to Friki, Sunta Kabaya. Praying all manner of prayers, as thanksgiving for the nation of Poland, declaring words that they are led as the Spirit of God has decided and determined for them to be led. Yes, Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Hallelujah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, Parakashakabaya. If you like to round off the prayer for the nation of Poland, kindly Okay, out. I finally unmute yourself from your end. So Thank you so much, Pastor Mark, for this opportunity. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you for the nation of Poland. Lord, we pray for all men in Poland. We use their president and Jesus to do that as a point of contact for all men. Father, we pray that your spirit of righteousness be poured out on the nation of Poland. In the name of our Lord Jesus, salvation is made available to all in that nation. We thank you, Heavenly Father, righteousness exalt that nation. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Yes, Lord, all those in cabinet with the president, yes, Lord, they will make decisions that favor the righteous cause of the gospel. Father, Lord, we thank you. Yes, Lord, the gospel continually prospers in the land. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you for the children. Yes, Lord, these ones will be brought in the way of the Lord. Yes, Lord, in the way that they should go and they will not depart from it. Yes, Lord, these ones, the name of Jesus is marked upon them. Yes, Lord, Poland has been handpicked for salvation. Therefore, every soul there is saved. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, none shall be lost. It is your desire that all men should be saved and to come to the knowledge of 
your saving power. Yes, so that grace is poured available in that country today. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father. There is peace and stability in Poland. Yes, so they flourish in all their resources. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, in every economic. Yes, Lord, they flourish. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we bless them with the word of God. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Yes, Lord. Even as to the children, as they go to school, they are protected. Yes, God, no violence in that land. In the name of our Lord Jesus, all those who have perpetrated the spread of violence, yes, Lord, we begin to cut them. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we diminish their resources. Yes, Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, because the Poland belongs to Jesus. Poland belongs to Jesus. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Father, Lord, we thank you. Yes, Lord, the gospel, it will continually prosper in that nation. Father, Lord, we thank you. Yes, Lord, righteousness will flourish in that nation. Father, Lord, we thank you. Their hearts are open to receive the gospel. We declare peace and prosperity. We declare peace and prosperity in the name of our Lord Jesus. Father, Lord, we thank you. The word of God has free course on him that the word of God has free course on him that in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, these seven billion, they are included in the name of our Lord Jesus. They enjoy the goodness of God. They enjoy the mercy of God. They enjoy the grace of God in that nation. Yes, Father, we thank you, Lord. Testimonies of salvation are springing forth in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. We release ministry angels. They are ministering to everyone. We bless your name, Father. Poland will never be the same again. Poland will never be the same again. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Political stability in that country. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. We bless your name, Father. There is none like you in all the earth. You are exalted. Your name reigns supreme in Poland. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we pray and we thank you for all men in Poland. We thank you for the president, president, and reserved Duda, Manko Soverosh, and Elios Kabaya. Using him as a point of contact, we pray for all in authority in Poland. We ask, Father, that you will pour your spirit of salvation upon Poland, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. Father, let your kingdom come upon Poland. The name of Jesus remains and is glorified in Poland. Yes, to lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty in Poland. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray every force of 
خیلی بلکه بس بار از جام این فیت کنی که گوند و کنی که گوشت
of Poland. Yes, they shall be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Right away, we're going to a session of praise and worship. Right after which, we'll be going into the rest of the offering and segment. Thank you so much, everyone. Over to you, dear Jesus, to praise. Um, so just kindly meet yourself. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister so day before that amazing session of prayer. Thank you, Sister Imelda. And thank you so much, Sister Amara, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Thank you so much, Ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Jesus is worthy of our praise. He's God all by himself the monarch of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth. Oh, he's gracious and kind. Just lift up your hands wherever you are in worship to God. Father, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. From the depth of our hearts, we love you. Thank you for loving us first. city. Oh, glory to the name of the Lord forever. Rana Mashanta Kalibrado Sekiribaya. You are the one who's given me a song to sing, to show forth your praise. Give me a voice. You are the one who's given me the liberty. The liberty to worship you with a song unending is your reign, my King. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme unending. Is your reign, my King? Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Oh, you are the one who's given me the song to sing, to show forth your praise. You gave me a voice. You are the one who's given me the liberty, the liberty to worship you with a song. Mm-hmm. You are the one who's given me a new song to sing, to show forth your praise. Give me a voice. You are the one who's given me the liberty. The liberty to worship you with a song. Oh, you are the one who's filled my mouth with a new song to sing. To show forth your praise, you gave me a voice. 
You are the one who's giving me the liberty to enter your throne with this song of praise. Oh, you are the one who's giving me a song to sing, to display your excellence. You gave me your voice. You are the one who's giving me the liberty, the liberty to worship you with a song unending. Is your reign my king? Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Forever, oh God, is your reign my King. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Everlasting, oh God, is your reign my king lord god you reign forever you reign supreme forevermore you are king of the earth lord god you reign forever you reign supreme Unending, unending, is your reign, my King. Lord God, you reign forever. You reign supreme forever, Lord. You reign over the earth. Oh, Lord God, you reign forever. You reign supreme, everlasting, oh God, is your reign, my King. Lord God, you reign forever, and you reign supreme, unending, is your reign, my King. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Your reign, oh God, yeah, is for eternity. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Oh, you are great, you are kind. You are good. You are great. You are kind. You are good. Oh, you are great. You are kind. You are faithful in all your ways. You are great. You are kind. Unending is your reign. Lord, you are great. You are kind, you are good. Oh, 
You are great, you are kind, you are gracious, you are faithful, you are great, you are kind. Oh, oh, faithful God, you are great, you are kind, you are good. You are faithful, you are wonderful. Gracious in all your ways. You are great. You are kind. You are merciful. Oh my God. You are great. You are kind. You are good. Lord, you are great. You are kind. You are good. You are awesome. You're amazing. You are perfect in all your ways. Extraordinary strategies. Oh, you are great. You are kind. Your wisdom is compared to none. Oh, wise God, you are great. You are great. You are kind. You are good. You are great, you are kind, you are good. Oh God, you are great, you are kind, you are good. Unending is your reign, my King. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign. Supreme, unending, is your reign, my King. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Unending, is your reign, my King. Lord God, you Forever and Thank you, Lord Jesus. You reign supreme in our lives and in all ramifications. Ezule Felida Kosa Kabaya. Everything answers to you, Lord. Thank you because our lives are totally dedicated to you. Thank you, Father. We give you praise for the privilege of worship. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of fellowship. God is faithful. God is kind. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace, for that time of worship. 
Thank you to resting past the prayer for the time of prayers. Glory to God. Malados fara kapaya. Indeed, Poland will never remain the same. Poland will never remain the same. Poland will never remain the same. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, today is Saturday, the 18th of June, 2022. And the title of today's devotional article, Use His Name with Expectation. Um, the article will be projected on your screen. Just a second, please. Praise God. Use his name with expectation. Sorry, I apologize for that. I had some um, background noise. I had to go and take care of it. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I known, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Acts 3 and verse 6. Use his name with expectation. The Bible tells us, Um, any of the co-hosts, can you confirm that you can hear me? Yes, Estima, we can. Thank you so much. All right. The Bible tells us, of, tells us about a man in Acts 3 who was laid daily at the gate of the temple so he could beg for alms. He was above 40 years of age and he had been lame from birth. One day, as Peter and John were going together into the temple, the man reached out to them for arms. They both stopped, and Peter spoke up and said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I have I give, you, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Confident that a miracle had happened, Peter got the man by the right hand and lifted him up, and the man's ankle bones received strength. He was gloriously healed by the power of God. Jesus gave us the power of attorney to use his name, to call his name upon situations and circumstances. His name has all power. Use it with expectation. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you have to trust his name. You have to use his name with confidence and faith. When Peter said to the man in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk, the Bible says the man's ankle bones received strength, but no one saw his bones receiving strength. No one, how, no one saw how the power of God walked in his bones. In the realm of the spirit, when you use the name of Jesus, there's a change. You may not see it until you act. And you only act because you are expectant. Had Peter not been expectant of a miracle, he wouldn't have pulled the man up. 
Every one of us in Christ Jesus who has received the Holy Spirit has something to give to our city, our state, our nation, and the whole world. He sent us in his name to announce the good, good news to them that righteousness has come, eternal life is now theirs. Go out in expectation that many would receive your message and turn to righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise God. I like how, how um, bold the message in Rhapsody of Realities can be. It's outright, it's clear, it's straight, it's bold. We're going to use the name of Jesus for a matter. I'm coming. Okay, so um, we're, we're today reminded of something that we have, you know, we've talked about it here again and again. Um, the tools that are at our disposal as Christians that we can use to win in the in the journey of life. And repeatedly we've had to make reference to the name of Jesus. And today um, it's outright, it's bold, it's clear about using the name to wrought miracles. Often we'll quote what um we read in Mark 16, it said, and this sign shall follow them that believe in my name, they shall cast out devils, they will speak in new tongues, they will lay their hands upon the sick, sick will recover, they will raise the dead. Anyone who believes can do this. Today, Peter, who had seen Jesus raise the dead, he had seen Jesus heal the sick. Now Jesus had been taken away from them. Jesus had died. He had... Um, he had been buried, he had resurrected, he had appeared to them, he had ascended. Now he had sent them to preach the gospel. And here he was. Using the name that he had always known, someone he had walked with. And the key thing here is the expectation. And there are striking things that Pastor said in today's devotional article. He said, faith and confidence in the name. Many of us, the challenge is not that we don't know that the name does not work. Is that we don't have the confidence, the faith, because faith speaks and faith acts. Faith is what causes you to act. And you remember, I think it was, it was early this week, and I was saying that, um, I, I, I did say it this week, and I said it last week, I said, if you hear that someone has died, don't be um, reluctant to go and exercise your faith to want to raise the dead. If someone is sick around you, don't be reluctant to exercise your faith to say, oh, I want to pray for the sick. That's your faith in action. That's you believing that the name of Jesus that you are going to use is going to work. And I said, don't worry whether the dead will rise or not rise. It is your faith that counts, the confidence in the name that you want to engage. And um, in pre, um, um, a while ago, I told you that raising a dead person who is a Christian and raising an unbeliever who is a Christian can be two different ways. But exercise your faith nonetheless. 
And, you know, when the spirit of God was, um, um, Jesus was talking to disciples, he said, just go and speak. He said, don't worry about what you are going to say. He said, at that time, the words will be given to you what you would say. But let there be so much confidence that you want to always use the name of Jesus. You get a news that something has happened in the house, that somebody's not feeling well, that this, something has gone wrong. Have confidence, have faith. Don't begin to panic. Don't begin to cry. Let your, your faith in the name of Jesus be a place of rest for you. The Bible says the name of Jesus is a strong thaw. I said the righteous runs into it and is safe. So that means there's a place of refuge in that name. Knowing that, oh, what's the matter? I can sort it out in the name of Jesus. There's a peace that you should have. There should be no news that unsettles you. They say, oh, your staff has run away with a bulk of money and of um, 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 gadgets in the office. And I'm talking to somebody here. You recently had a staff who took away some of your stuff and ran away. Use the name of Jesus. I, I remember Pastor Chris telling us of a story of a, of a man of God who... who um, I think his daughter had gone wild and, you know, he was trying to run after her and um, she wasn't responding, was telling her, stop, stop, stop. And she was responding. And he said, Jesus, hold her. And he said, Jesus, help me hold her. And then the, 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 the girl fell under the power. I've heard of news of men of God who used the name of Jesus to tame the excesses of their teenage children who wanted to um, become something else under their leadership there's nothing that you cannot apply the name of jesus there's nothing there's nothing that you cannot apply the name of jesus here in today's article we see how that someone who could not walk so you can outrightly look for a lame person and say you do this the bible is the same word of god is the same. The God that we're dealing with is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. What he did with Peter, he can do with you. Because he hasn't changed. Generation to generation, his word works. So I was saying that we're going to use the name of Jesus um, on a particular matter. I know that we all have personal matters that you might want to engage the name of Jesus. We've read the article today and feel free to do it as a lifestyle at any point in time. Um, I see some attacks on um, military bases of certain countries. Um, because of what the deep state is planning, um, they need to paralyze the military structures in nations so that um, their plans for civil war can happen without any, um, any retaliation, any counterattack. They have their people stationed all around the world. Make no mistakes about it, safety is of the Lord. And they've been planning at different times to strike, but the Lord has not allowed them. Um, so I see attacks on military bases. 
and I'm not talking attack attacks where um, if a, a camp here and there is attacked, I'm talking about a massive nationwide attack from the top. The Bible says, when you strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. Not everyone across the countries have compromised on their integrity across their responsibilities in nation building. The news wants to make us feel like um, only bad happens. It's not true. They are good people. Remember when Elisha, was he Elisha or Elijah? He was angry and he was telling God that he's the only one that is left. He was running away from Jezebel, the wife of um, Ahab. And God told him, Oga, you are not the only one I have. I still have some prophets. I still have people. I think God told him if he had about 400 other prophets or so, somewhere in that same nation. So everyone hasn't compromised. And there are amazing people out there. We're going to use the name of Jesus on your nation. Blessed are you if you, your nation is represented here today. But for nations that are not represented, as we pray, we'll also pray concerning them as they are around the world. We pray that there is the wisdom of God that is at work in the leaders of the military structures across nation. We pray that they have foresight to know what to do. And that, you know, the Bible says, except the Lord watches over a city, the watchman wicked but in vain. You're also going to declare that they are helped of the Lord, that angels would guard nations, angels who work with military structures of nations. God is interested in the safety of his people around the world, irrespective of who they are. Declare that the Lord is protecting, a Lord's protection is upon the nations upon the president. There's also assassination attempts being um, 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 planned for presidents who have not complied with the whole deep state plan. So I'm gonna be unmuting uh, mics and I'm gonna ask you to pray, pray for your nation. Call the name of your nation. Remember, the, the strategy you are using here is the name of Jesus. So use his name. Use his name. Declare his name over your country. Declare safety for your country in the name of Jesus. Declare prosperity, unhindered prosperity for your country in the name of Jesus. Declare in uninterrupted godly democracy in the name of the Lord Jesus. You can unmute your mics and pray. And as you are led, call other nations. Call other nations and pray. Use the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. 
Pray against spies. You know, one of the ways the enemy works is that he plants spies. There will be a large-scale exposure of military spies across the nations of the world. They will be judged for national treason and they will brought to books. And it will send great fear across all the things that are planning to take down the nations. Pray, large-scale of exposure. Mistakes would happen. Their cover will be blown. They will be found out, strategic spies that have been planted in the military structures. They will be exposed for who they are and the government will have its opportunity to charge them for treason. Omite your mics and pray. Barado zebra hatila balika. Oh, my God. 
so in the name of the lord jesus glory to god um brother eugene wonder let me know if you are available i want you to round off the prayer we just prayed in one minute please raise your hand if you are available brother eugene wonder Barado Sefakataya. Yes, yes, yes. We have won in the name of the Lord Jesus. Brother Eugene Wanda, are you there? Please unmute your mic. Hello, good morning. Yes, I'm here. Good morning. Please help round off the prayer in a minute. We're praying for the military bases, for their protection against attack, and we're praying for the exposure, large-scale exposure of spies across countries. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for giving us a name. Praise above every other name. Your word says, and the mention of that name, every name's bow. Father, we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that every military base is protected. Father, every attack of the enemy to destroy the military base. Oh, we declare God that they are protected in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your angels. We dispatch your angels now all over the military base, all over the world. Father, they are divinely protected. Father, oh God, all the plans of the enemy, oh God, failed them. Failing completely in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, oh God. Father, peace is restored. It is restored over the world in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, all they are planning, oh God, to bring all the agendas of the enemy, oh God, the agendas of Satan, oh God. Oh, we come against you in the name of Jesus. Oh, blessed Father, thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God. Your will is done, oh God. On every cell, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed brother Eugene. Um, while I hand over to esteemed Pastor Oni, I want to ask a question, and I want you to answer me via the chat. How many of you in your country there is a drive for national identity registration. In Nigeria, we call it, we call it NIN. Um, there's been a, a um, um, it's a an, an national identity number. There's been a drive post COVID for everybody, an intense drive for people to register for their national identity number. I want to know if it is just Nigeria or if it's a global thing because there's something we're gonna pray about maybe tomorrow or Monday. But I wanna know if it's just affecting Nigeria or if it is global. So please answer me in the chat and answer with your answer and your country. I want to know if it is happening in your own country. Um, they had to even block um, the, the lines, the telephone lines of many people to force them to go register for their NIN. I wanna know if it's just Nigeria or if it's happening globally. Praise God. I'm handing over to Esteem Pastor for the next segment. God bless you. 
Thank you, Ma, for the opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the Bible study segment of today's devotion, and we'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. First John chapter 5, 14 says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. Mark 16, 17 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall count out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. John chapter 14, 13 says, And whosoever you shall ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, if ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Praise the Lord. Let's take the confession together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your word that gives me the assurance that whenever I pray in, my, in the name of Jesus, I can always expect to have results. I use that name with boldness and confidence knowing that things are already activated in my favor, in the realm of the Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Just a second, Pastor Inye. Um, Co-host, nobody was sharing the um, confession on the screen. And uh, for that story, as Pastor Inye read, please, that should be corrected. Thank you for your responses, everyone. Um, I want to also say that we're going to have testimonies. Today's Saturday, as customary, we'll have testimonies at the end of today's devotion. So please be patient to hear the testimonies. And those of you who have testimonies, it's your time to share. A lot of supernatural things have been happening, and we want to hear them shared. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Onye. We are going over to the New Testament of today's reading, and we are still in the book of Acts. Chapter 7. Caption Stephen is stoned to death. When they heard these things, they were overtaken with violent rage, filling their souls. They garnished their teeth at him. But Stephen, overtaken with great fear, was full of the Holy Spirit. He fixed his gaze into the heavenly realm and saw the glory and splendor of God and Jesus, who stood up at the right hand of God. Look, Stephen said. I can see the heavens opening and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God to welcome him home. Hallelujah. His accusers covered their ears with their hands and screamed at the top of their lungs to drown out his voice. Then they pounced on him and threw him outside the city walls to stone him. His accusers, one by one, placed their outer garments at, his, at the feet of a young man named Saul of Tarsus. As they hauled stone, after Stoner's name, Stephen prayed, Our Lord Jesus, accept my spirit into your presence. He crumbled to his knees and shouted in a loud voice, Our Lord, don't hold this sin against them. And then he died. Praise God. Um, chapter 
8, caption, Saul persecutes the believers. Now Saul agreed to be an accomplice to Stephen's stoning and participated in his execution. From that day on, a great persecution of the church in Jerusalem began. All the believers scattered into the countryside of Judea and among the Samaritans, except the apostles who remained behind in Jerusalem. God-fearing men gave Stephen a proper burial and mourned greatly over his death. Then Saul mercilessly persecuted the church of God, going from house to house into the homes of believers to both, to arrest both men and women and drag them off to prison. Caption, the gospel spreads to Samaria. Although the believers were scattered by persecution, they preached the wonderful news of the word of God wherever they went. Philip traveled to Samaritan city and preached to them the wonderful news of the anointed one. The crowds were eager to receive Philip's message and were persuaded by the many miracles and wonders he performed. Many known Many demon-possessed people were set free and delivered as evil spirits came out of them with loud screams and shrieks, and many who were lame and paralyzed were also healed. This resulted in an uncontainable continuable joy filled the city. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John for the Old Testament. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Onyengi. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segments of our one-year Bible reading plan. And today we're reading the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 31 and 32. Thank you so much, esteemed Amara, for an amazing session. And we'll see testimonies in our nation. Praise God. So from verse 1, afterwards, a massive campaign against idol worship was begun. Those who were at Jerusalem for the Passover went out to the cities of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh, and tore down the idol altars, the obelisks, the shameful images, and other hidden centers of worship. Then the people who had come to the Passover from the northern tribes returned again to their own homes. Hezekiah now organized the priests, and Levites into service and into service corps to offer the bond offerings and peace offerings and to worship and give thanks and praise to the Lord. He also made a personal contribution of animals for the daily and more daily morning and evening bond offerings, as well as for the weekly Sabbath and monthly new moon festivals and for the other annual feasts as required in the law of God. In addition, he required the people in Jerusalem to bring their tithes to the priests and Levites so that they wouldn't need other employment but could apply themselves fully to their duties as required in the law of God. The people responded immediately and generously with the first of their crops and grain, new wine, olive oil, honey, and everything else, a tithe of all they owned as required by law to be given to the Lord their God. Everything was laid out in great piles. The people who had moved to Judah from the northern tribes and the people of Judah living in the provinces also brought in the tithes of their cattle and sheep and brought the tithes of the dedicated things to give to the Lord and piled them up in great heaps. 
the first of these tides arrived in June and the piles continued to grow until October. When Ezekiah and his officials came and saw these huge piles, how they blessed the Lord and praised his people. Where did all this come from? Ezekiah asked the priest and Levites. And Azariah, the high priest from the clan of Zadok, replied, These are thighs. We have been eating from these stores of food for many weeks. But all this is left over, for the Lord has blessed his people. Hallelujah. Ezekiah decided to prepare storerooms in the temple. All the dedicated supplies were brought from the, into the Lord's house. Konaniah, the Levite, was put in charge, assisted by his brother Shimei and the following eight, Jehiel, Azaziah, Nehath, Asahel, Jeremoth, Josephat, Eliel, Ismachiah, Mahath, and Beniah. These appointments were made by King Hezekiah and Nazariah, the high priest, Koro, son of Imna, the Levite, who was the gatekeeper at the east gate, was put in charge of distributing the offerings to the priests. His faithful assistants were Eden, Miniamim, Jeshua, Shemaiah, Amariah, and Shekaniah. They distributed the gifts to the clans of priests in their cities, dividing them to young and old alike. However, the priests on duty at the temple and their families were supplied directly from there, so they were not included in this distribution. The priests were listed in the genealogical register by clans, and the Levites, 20 years old and older, were listed under the names of their work corps. A regular food allotment was given to all families to of properly registered priests, for they had no other source of income because their time and energies were devoted to the service of the temple. One of the priests was appointed in each of the cities of the, of the priests to issue food and other supplies to all priests in the area and to all registered Levites. In this way, King Hezekiah handled the distribution throughout all Judah, doing what was just and fair in the sight of the Lord his God. He worked very hard to encourage respect for the temple, the law, and godly living, and was very successful. Chapter 32. Some time later, after this good work of King Ezekiah, King Sennacherib of Assyria invaded Judah and laid siege to the fortified cities, planning to place them under troops. When it was clear that Sennacherib was intended to attack Jerusalem, Ezekiah summoned his princes and officers for a council of war, and it was decided to plug the springs outside the city. They organized a huge work crew to pluck them and to cut off the brook running through the fields. Why should the king of Assyria come and find what they asked? Then Ezekiah further strengthened his defense by repairing the wall wherever it was broken down and by adding to the fortifications and constructing the second wall outside it. He also reinforced Fort Milo in the city of David and manufactured a large number of weapons and shields. He recruited an army and appointed officers and summoned them to the plains before the city and encouraged them with this address. Be strong, be brave, and do not be afraid of the king of Assyria or his mighty army, for there is someone with us who is far greater than he is. He has a great army, but they are not all men-men, while we have the Lord our God to fight our battles for us. This greatly encouraged them. Then King Sennacherib of Assyria, while still besieging the city of Lachish, 
sent ambassadors with this message to King Hezekiah and the citizens of Jerusalem. King Sennacherib of Assyria asks, Do you think you can survive my siege of Jerusalem? King Hezekiah is trying to persuade you to commit suicide by staying there, to die by famine and thirst, while he promises that the Lord our God will deliver us from the king of Assyria. Don't you realize that Hezekiah is the very person who destroyed all the idols and commanded Judah and Jerusalem to use only the one altar at the temple and to burn incense upon it alone? Don't you realize that I and the other kings of Assyria before me have never yet failed to conquer a nation we attacked? The gods of those nations weren't able to do a thing to save their lands. Name just one time and anyone anywhere was able to resist us successfully. What makes you think your God can do any better? Don't let Hezekiah fool you. Don't believe him. I say it again. No God of any nation has ever yet been able to rescue his people from me or my ancestors. How much less your God? Thus the ambassador mocked the Lord God and God's servant Hezekiah, keeping up insults. King Sennacherib was just sent letters of Israel. The gods of all na other nations failed to save their people from my hand. The one of Ezekiah will fail too, he wrote. The messengers who brought the letters shouted threats in the Jewish language to the people gathered on the walls of the city, trying to frighten and disarten them. These messengers talked about the God of Jerusalem just as though he were one of the hidden gods, a handmade idol. Then King Ezekiah and Isaiah the prophet, son of Amor, cried out in prayer to God in heaven. And the Lord sent an angel who destroyed the Assyrian army with all its officers and generals. So Sennacherib returned home in deep shame to his own people. And when he arrived at the temple of his God, some of his own sons killed him there. That is how the Lord saved Hezekiah and the people of Jerusalem. And now there was peace at last throughout his realm. From then on, King Hezekiah became immensely respected among the surrounding nations. And many gifts for the Lord arrived at Jerusalem, valuable presents for King Hezekiah too. About that, Hezekiah became deadly sick and he prayed to the Lord, and the Lord replied with a miracle. However, Hezekiah didn't respond with true thanksgiving and praise, but he had become proud as the anger of God was upon him and upon Judah and Jerusalem. But finally, as the residents of Jerusalem humbled themselves, so the wrath of the Lord did not fall upon them during Hezekiah's lifetime. Hezekiah became very old and was highly honored. He had to construct special treasury buildings for his silver, gold, pre precious stones, and spices, and for his shields and gold bowls. He also built many storehouses for his grain, new wine, and olive oil with many stalls for his animals, and folds for the great flocks of sheep and goats he purchased, and he acquired many towns, for God had given him great wealth. He dammed up Gihon's upper spring and brought the water down through an aqueduct to the west side of the city of David's sector in Jerusalem. He prospered in everything he did. However, when ambassadors arrived from Babylon to find out about the miracle of his being healed, God left him to himself in order to test him to see what he was really like. The rest of the story of Hezekiah and all the good things he did are written in the book of Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, and in the annals of the kings of Judah and Israel. When Hezekiah died, he was buried in the royal cemetery among the other kings. And all Judah and Jerusalem honored him of death. And his son Manasseh became the new king. Praise be unto God forevermore. Thank you very much, everyone. And I hand over to Esteem Brabatis.
Thank you so much, Estimbra John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege, for this amazing platform to take you through the affirmation as well as the communion, praise God. The affirmation will be on the screen shortly. We start affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name. I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ, the third paragraph, I, your name. My love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute your mics as we take our affirmation at the count of three. One, two, three. Amen, amen, amen. Praise be God forever. At this point, we're going to the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise God forevermore. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Precious Jesus, for the great God you are. You are holy, you are righteous. Your magnificence, the same God yesterday, today, and forever, the mighty God, the only true God. You are God all by yourself. And Lord, this day we magnify your name. 
We call you the omnipotent Father, the ever-present help, the ever-loving God, faithful and just are you, O God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah. After this man also took the cup when he has sobbed, saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the lost death. Say, He come. Sacra dali gradori and tala gradista. Vlega dele gradila grogodoro godoro godraga dali gradale gradile gregadori kibragabundo covera gadori bando gele pari and di gele peke peke dele grassi vradoria. Lord, we give you praise. We proclaim your name. You are King of Kings and you are Lord of Lords. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Go ahead and take the cup now. Vradi 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 de den de 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 nishtos kufranta krobotori entali kradi. Father, we thank you. It's an honor to be loved by you. Thank you for the sweet melodies you have put in our hearts. It's just for you, O God. In all our days, all our lives, we put our trust in you. For you are God all by yourself. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And at this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Inye to go through the remaining parts of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and I'm sure you have a most beautiful day. Thank you, esteemed Brother Martins. I want to say a big thank you to esteemed Sister Maka again for this opportunity. We are going over to the celebratory segment for today's devotion. If today is your birthday, birthday of your loved one, wedding anniversary, or whatever it is that you are celebrating, Please kindly come to the chat room. Let's celebrate with you. We want to celebrate with you. If today is your first time of connecting with us today, please come to the chat room. Say your name, who invited you, and where you are connecting from. We would like to meet with you, and we would like to pray with you. Praise God. Fedico says, today is my birthday. Wow. Congratulations. God is indeed gracious and kind. Happy birthday to you. Any other birthdays in the house? Wow. What John says today is my wife's birthday. Happy birthday to your wife, esteemed brother John. God's blessings to her now and always. Do we have more birthdays? If today is your first time of connecting with us, please would like to meet with you. Come to the chat room, say your name, who invited you and where you are connecting from. Any more birthdays in the house? Okay. Esteemed Sister Grace said, I have a special people celebrating today. Minister Davois and Sister Yemi. My friend is also getting married today. His name is Samuel. Wow, so much celebration. Congratulations, Ma. Happy birthday to your special people and congratulations to your friend. Do we have any more birthday? 
I'm going to hand over to Estine. Okay, my name is Eugene Wanda. Today is my first day of connecting. Please would like to know where you are connecting from and would like to know who invited you, brother Eugene. Okay, brother Eugene says he's connecting from Nigeria. Today is his first time. You are welcome to our Miss esteemed brother Jay Eugene. And uh, she, she said he was invited by Sister Peace. Welcome to our family, and we are excited to have you in our midst. And now I'm going to hand over to esteemed Sister Maka to pray for the first time and the birthday celebrant. Have a wonderful Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Onye. Father, we thank you for those who are celebrating their birthday, but for Cole and all our loved ones. Alefra Hado Sakapaya. You protect them from all appearances of evil, even when it does not look like it. You open their eyes to see beyond the physical, to see into the motives and intentions of friends around them that disguise as friends but are not friends. Thank you, because in this new year, they walk by your spirit and in your spirit, all decisions are inspired by your spirit. They live consistently beyond the natural. Thank you, Father. For the eyes of your spirit is even more enlightened to walk in this new year. Father, thank you for our first time, esteemed brother Eugene. Like his name, his life will be a wonder. A wonder to all those around him, a wonder. Those who knew him before, by virtue of what you would do with him in this new year, they would say, this man has been turned into another man. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amazing. I didn't know it was your first time, Brother Eugene, when I called you. Um, but it just shows that the Lord has um, great works for you ahead. And you're welcome to a life of walking in God's extreme perfect will. Praise God. Glory to God. So happy birthday to all of our celebrants. And thank you, esteemed Sister Peace, for inviting Brother Eugene. All right, we've come to the end of today's devotion, and we are going to take testimonies now. Who has been walking in the supernatural? Who has been winning using the name of Jesus using the word of God in your mouth. What other testimonies do we have? Feel free to raise your hand. Falako Sapphire. If you have a testimony, raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. All right, I think Sister Grace, over to you. Before that, you were talking about how you gave a testimony about how your brother 
was involved in an accident and came out and scattered. And that same day, I I went to the market after the day. I went to the market to get some things. And on my way coming back, I was on a bike, and <laughs> the bike literally ran into a vehicle. That's the that's the shortest explanation I can give. It ran into a vehicle. And how that vehicle didn't touch me is, I can't even explain it. I was carrying a crate of eggs and not even one egg got cracked, not one. Not to talk of myself. I came out and scratched and nothing. I thank God for that because as you said it, the moment you give that testimony, I kept declaring to myself, I said, nothing in this world has been created to harm me. I I kept saying that in all day. And that thing happened later in the evening. That is one. Then secondly, there are some specific things I've been talking about. Like I intentionally faced them recently. You know, since we've been talking about the name of Jesus, our stand in Christ, how effective the efficacy of the word of God in us. I've been talking about some things specifically. And (laughs) recently I was just telling, sharing with, my boy, I'm like, did you realize that some of these things we've been talking about? Because I shared it with him and we kept talking about it together. We speak to those situations. I just told him yesterday, everything one after the other, they are falling in place. They are com- they are happening and without effort, you know, just the word of God that we speak to them, they're happening. And I want to thank God for, you know, um, my evangelism work. I am seeing results daily. I like I've been speaking to people and without so much effort, you see people responding to the word of God. You see people. So evangelism has become easier. It has become enjoyable at every turn, everywhere I go to. I just want to thank God. Thank you so much, Ma, for inspired by the word. Like it's a daily inspiration for the day and it makes life easy makes at the end of the week or the end of the month you can count things that you've been able to achieve with the word of god because of this platform thank you so much ma praise the lord thank you so much esteemed um, sister grace congratulations on your testimony praise god all right esteemed brother emmanuel over to you we all have two two minutes two two minutes please Go ahead, Good morning, Ma. Um, good afternoon, good evening to everyone, depending on where you're connecting from. Um, I would first like to start by thanking you, um, esteemed um, Sister Maka, for this great opportunity and this platform of Inspired by the Word. I, it's, it's been a tremendous blessing to me. <laughs> I mean, I I just want to testify about the efficacy of God's word in my life and um, in in the growth of my spiritual life, especially before before now. I mean, I've been born again for years, and but there's just been this thing, certain things which um one gets to struggle with maintaining that glow in the spirit, and inspired by the word has has helped give that consistency in my life that's helped to maintain that consistent glow in in my life especially spiritually i mean my world 
walk with God now is is without it's effortlessly. I walk with God effortlessly. It's without struggle. I don't get to struggle with with um bad habits. I don't get to struggle with doing the things which I'm supposed to do, like praying, like praising. I mean, it's just been amazing. Um, yesterday's rhapsody spoke about prayers, and my admonished us to take the the time stated, um, the corporate times of prayer stated seriously, and also our personal times of prayer. It, this is this, that had actually been something which the Holy Spirit had been reminding me of, and I just get to find ease with it these days. I could pray for hours and hours nonstop, and it's it's just been an amazing work so far. And moving on to evangelism, after receiving the word from ICLC, it's it's just been flawless for me. It's just been flawless. On a personal note, I got to launch um 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 what I'll be doing personally, uh, an operation. I I tagged it operation every every KK driver a, a rhapsody of reality. And it's just been flawless. It's not just about um now we get to partner with the rhapsody of realities, but we also take the rhapsody of realities to every man's work. And the rhapsody of realities is now in almost every language in the air. So it's just become so easy. You must not even need to know the language by the time you give them. I remember one such testimony from one of the, the people I reached out to. The, the guy literally stopped his, his keke. He parked by the side and he was actually reading the rhapsody out loud. Another one could not even wait till we got to our destination. He was literally reading and driving. So I just want to thank God for his word and how easy Christianity has become for us when we come up. We've come to we've come to a higher place. And it has become so easy without struggling. We don't get to struggle with certain things Praise anymore. God. Thank you very much, Ma. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Indeed, when you come to a higher place, you don't struggle. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Have you ever seen a traffic jam in the air? It doesn't happen, right? It's always on the ground. So when God is saying, come up here, come up here, let that give you a picture. When you come up here, there are no traffic jams. There are no struggles. Praise God. Thank you for sharing testimony and you can actually see pictures and videos but Emmanuel has shared it on the telegram group so you can go check them for yourself praise god all right so i'm going to hand over to esteemed sister kelvinaries two minutes doctor sister kelvinaries you know if i give you one hour one hour will not be enough so i'm giving you two minutes all right over oh, to you <laughs> oh good morning everyone Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're connected from. Thank you, Ma, for this privilege. Okay, I'm going to keep it short. My testimony, God has been great and he's been amazing. The supernatural and the replication of the miraculous. I don't know, God has been awesome. But then I'm just going to thank God for um, what happened on Thursday. Um, while I was on while I was on duty, uh, a baby of about um, four four years old was brought in. Um, he had been struck by an accident, um, a vehicle that failed brake on the highway. I think they said he was crossing with his brother, and then the brother let go of him, and then the car hit him, flung him, and then he hit his head on the on the road. 
So when they brought him, he was unconscious. And I, I was actually, I was, I didn't know about him. I was actually passing when I saw him lying helplessly on, on the bed. And the spirit of God immediately halted me. Then I, inf- I inquired more about him and got the details. Then I, I started praying. I, 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 when I say praying, for when I touched him, he was cold to touch. And then his breathing wasn't, you know, he was, just, he was very labored. I, I, all I did was to call him back. And I just said, in the name of Jesus. And I took authority and took him out from the hands of death and hell. And the miracle there is that I, I kept praying through the day, thanking God for, while, though he was still unconscious, I kept thanking God for him. Then I, I went home, this was on Thursday, then I went to work on Friday to inquire of him. And they told me that he snapped out of, um, out of the unconscious state, sat up on his bed, started running up and down. And then his parents started asking for, for, for doctors to come and see him. They saw him, said he was okay everything is fine they asked them do they want to go to ward they asked they they, they told they, the parents now asked the doctor do they need to go to ward they said you don't need to you can be discharged from the a and e and by the time i came to work on friday they had been discharged i i just I, it was it was amazing and i want to give all the glory to god who has done this great and marvelous thing so many so many so many like this but i just want to give god praise thank you oh hallelujah sister has so many testimonies oh so many trust me you there are just so many sister just hold on i'm gonna allow you share the other testimony you're sharing with me about the lady who would not allow anyone touch her we're gonna come back to you sister emelda two minutes please share your testimony Sister Melva, you need to unmute your mic. All right, over to you. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity to share my testimony. Uh, I want to testify about uh, the goodness of God in the life of my younger brother. I remember sometime in December, you were giving us uh, that we should pray for this one family member that is always like the problem in the family. Amen. And uh, I have that case. It's the case of my younger brother. He's been in and out of troubles. And in all of those troubles, he always has this miraculous like deliverance from God. Recently, I remember in uh, February, he was arrested here and he's been in jail for like four months. And then in the month of April, when we're praying for like, we're, since we have been praying for the nations and everything, the, the shake here, the president here, he now made a rule that all inmates will be released in that Ramadan month. But see, he wasn't. He wasn't released, he was there. And then this thing became like a burden to me because from we don't have a mom and I've practically been like a mother to him. He's an adult though. <laughs> so like at the point I was tired and I was like, he's an adult, he's responsible for his actions. Like I've help I've, I've brought him to the path of righteousness i've advised him counseled him like he only, always choose the opposite direction so at the point i was like i let him just be i will no more longer be interceding for him but in that december moment you gave that word i started again i came back again i started praying for him 
And in that moment, all this incident happened. And then when I intensified the prayers also, I realized that there was a day that I had no negative stories again about him. I came back for work that day. I was so bothered. I interceded for him. That same day, he was released. And 2 a.m., he came to the house. I was like, I look at him just like a dream. <laughs> when I was like, really, is this you? How did you? He just told me that they just opened all the gates from, they had taken him to where they would even support him that they just open all the gates and then they tell him that he's free, you should go. Same. I, I look at him. He gave me also a personal like relationship with God. I was like, God has not given up on him despite all the things that you can say it was it's his fault. Yes, the hand of the devil was upon him, but God did not give it up on him. I was like, I cannot also give up on him. He gave me another like revelation on interceding for the lost like some of them they go away what they don't know what they are into and he came back he was like he attended the meeting here a couple of times he came back he said he's he's now decided he has seen that the lord has been delivering him like always coming to his rescue despite all the mess he finds himself in he has decided now to serve the lord with his life those were his words that he told to me i was like so shall it be in Jesus' name. So I want to thank you so much, Ma, for this vision. It's really been a blessing to me. Thank you so much. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so emotional. Wow, God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to say to somebody here who um, has a sibling, like the story of Sister Imelda's brother, don't give up on them. And don't stop loving them. Don't stop interceding for them. You know, there, there, there are people who say, I beg, this is my brother, this one. Please, please, I will not waste my prayer. No, 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 no. Your prayer is not a waste. Some of them would have hurt you yourself, hurt the family. They've caused you so much pain. Don't stop loving them and don't stop interceding for them. Now, um, the thing is, one hour is usually not enough for us to deal with most of the matters that we have to deal with. When you understand um, there are foundational concepts that are the reason for the troubles in the world. One is the attack on family, and one of them is the strategy of fatherlessness. Um, it's one of the strategy that the enemy has used to hit families all around the world. It is the reason why um, in, in America alone, 50% of marriages end up in divorce in less than six months, 50%. So I'm not talking about the ones that happen after two years, five years, 10 years, or even 20 years of marriage. And it, it, it seems scarce to even see marriages that last. I'm talking about America's um, um, statistics you can go and find out for your own country there's there's and many of these things there's an attack on marriage there's an attack on father fatherhood there's there's so much when you pray there are so many things i want to say but i'm not let to say them now Oh, thank you, Lord, for deliverance for our family members. Thank you, because as you did it for Sister Imelda, you will do it for many others in this place. There's peace being restored to many of our homes, many of our families. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Oh, if I have more time later today, I'll talk about the concept of fatherlessness. All right, esteemed brother John, over to you. Brother John, are you there? Please let somebody else take. Okay, Sister Tina. Sister Tina, over to you. Oh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. First of all, I'd like to thank esteemed Amal for this opportunity. And thank you so much, the sister who just shared her testimony. Thank you. Because I have the same situation. My brother is giving us so much trouble at home. Thank you for sharing. I won't stop praying for him. Okay, so my testimony is about supernatural healing. So at the beginning of this month, someone who helps me with delivery in Ghana, there's this guy who helps me anytime I take goods to Ghana to help me deliver. He told me that his mom is suffering from brain tumor and kidney failure. So I told him that I wanted to pray for his mom. But because of the time difference, anytime he's with the mom, it's it's night in China here. Anytime I'm awake, they're also sleeping. So I wasn't able to do that. So last week, the Holy Spirit brought the issue back in mind again that I should pray for the woman. Like it's a matter of agency. So I was like, how will I pray for? I didn't ask of her name. So the Holy Spirit reminded me that I was sent, the guy sent me the doctor's report that indicates that yes, the woman has brain pre post something and kidney failure and her name too was on the report I was like wow this is so good so last week I took the opportunity to pray like from 12 a.m to 3 a.m mentioning her name I just placed my hand on my phone since the report I had taken a screenshot so that was what I was just with mentioning her name so after praying for three hours I just sealed it with the communion broke bread and took the cup and told God that giving praises to God that while the woman is is healed she's healed Madame Rosemary is healed that's her name like she's healed she's healed then just this week the son texted me to say that like the mother is healed they went to the hospital and like the doctor is saying that the tumor has vanished the kidney failure has vanished. Like, I just want to give thanks to God because, like, I didn't need to know the woman. I didn't need to, like, to meet her. Like, the barrier wasn't, I mean, China, they are in Ghana, but still, just using my phone, just mentioning her name, I was able to heal her. And, like, I really want to, like, right now, I'm just arranging to send her some healing school magazine so that it will help her build her faith so that she can keep this miracle. Thank you so much, Esteem Amma, for daily inspiring us to walk in the supernatural, that we don't have to wait for healing streams. We can heal people in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We are ourselves the stream. We are ourselves the stream. So we are carrying healing everywhere we go. A stream flows everywhere it goes. Remember, there's the story in the book of Ezekiel about that river, that water. And Pastor explained to us, you know, he said, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. So that river is in us. Glory to God. You know, the, as I listen to Sister Tina, I see the audacity of faith. What audacity? And can you see selflessness? Who takes up a matter and prays for three hours for somebody that is not her mom? for somebody that is not had direct relations, relation. You see, um, praying, praying for the nations, it will develop selflessness in you. And 
this is the Christian life. Congratulations, esteemed Sister Tina. So excited to hear that testimony and many more happening. Distance is not even a barrier. Sister Vanessa, over to you in two minutes. Glory to God. Good morning, Ma. Thank you very much, Ma, for this opportunity. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank God for um, his grace upon my life. You know, uh, my testimony started since June 14th. Um, but uh, Martin's gave an instruction. He said we should, after devotion, he said we should quit complaining and we should just praise God, like keep looking up to Jesus. So my testimony started on Sunday. A, a call I was not expecting. This is someone that won't um, help me or give me an information. So she just called me and said, oh, Stavanessa, you, this is what you're supposed to do. Um, there's this, this and just do this. And I did it. I got the result instantly. Throughout that week for me was like week of testimonies. And then on, on Thursday, because usually what I do is when Brother Martins gives out his prophecy, I write it down and then I personalize it. You know, on one of those days, he said something about favorable outcomes. And throughout that day, I was just confessing it, favorable outcomes. At my workplace, like I just, they give me a task and I do it and then I'm seeing instant results. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, let's try this. Uh, I tell my coach, oh, try this, try this. And then we're getting instant answers. So it was like a week and a period of the miraculous for me. June has just been very glorious for me. And then Sister Marak, you said something concerning our family. You gave a prophecy. You said, um, um, the day we prayed for family, you said our families and friends are impregnable to death and defeat because of us. So uh, my cousin, my one of my cousins, um, recently, we just found out that she had secret cell this year. And I was like, ah, all of a sudden, out of the blue, like, they're like, she was just falling sick constantly that period, and they had to take her for a series of tests. And all the hospitals they went to, they said it was secrecy, secrecy, secrecy. So this, like, developed fear um, in her parents and then um, her elder sister. So I was like, okay, they should just calm down. That's from where now. That the same way it came, it's going to go that same way. So my cousin called me yesterday. She reached out to me. She, did. she was like, she was in so much pain. She was like, ah, how far? Um, Victory had like a fallout. Like as at yesterday evening, day before yesterday evening, she was feeling somehow, but Friday night it was something else. They were all scared in the house. And I was like, ah, don't worry, she'll be fine. I wanted to stop there. Then I remembered what you said that there was like, you no, know, Mark has said, because of us, our families are impregnable to death and defeat. So I missed, I just um sent her a message on WhatsApp and I just made a short prayer with her. And I thought, don't worry, victory will be fine. There's no need to fear. There's no need to be anxious. Don't worry, she'll be fine. So I just want to thank God for God's word and faith that is stayed up in this place for our lives, for our family, for our finances. Like, it's like we live in the miraculous daily and we've seen results. So I just want to thank him for his grace and his mercy. Thank him for the word of God that we're being built up in. And even in my ministry, I just want to thank God because we're learning from here. We're learning from here, you know, um, the other day he said disobedience to God can mean danger in our future. And since that day, I've been cross-checking, reviewing my responsibilities in church, reviewing um, instructions from the Holy Spirit. And I just want to thank God because he's realigning me to his purpose for my life. Thank you so much, Sister Amarak. Thank you for this platform. I am always, always grateful. I thank God for this platform. Thank you, Ma. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Vanessa, for sharing your testimony. Wow. Congratulations. And, you know, today's devotional, 
article <clears throat> reminds us to use the name with faith and confidence. So no fears, any news that comes, be quick to act, have that audacity of faith. Look at Sister um, Tina's testimony, bring to more kidney failure, reversed three hours of intercession. You know, I was just saying that we can actually always have results. It depends on who. Do you, you know, in the world, they say, how bad do you want it? <laughs> in the kingdom, how good do you want to, do you want it? Let me put it that way. So um, make up your mind that you would have testimonies, have the faith and confidence to use the name of Jesus on whatever matter. Praise God. Sister Ate Braille, two minutes over to you. Good morning, Ma. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And thank you so much for the opportunity to, to give my testimony and for this platform inspired by the word. It has changed my life so much. Um, I just want to thank God for inspired by the word in my life. From last year, I want to start from last year, Ma, when I came in contact with inspired by the word. Because... I've been with you from the Compete Lady. So when I heard about Inspired by the Word, I decided to join last year. Then I joined a little bit after, like in the month of March that it has started. So last year was actually a year for me to put the Word of God to work. I had a lot of challenges when I came in contact with Inspired by the Word. A lot of challenges like it was like everything was happening at the same time. I lost my job and it was very challenging. It was very difficult. And then I was in a relationship that was actually a relationship that would lead to marriage. But then there were a lot of challenges. At the beginning of it, it was like, okay, this is it. This is God. But later on, it was like, this is not it because I kept listening to the word and listening to you. I said, no, this is not the right man. Actually, it was the wrong relationship. But then to get out of it was the thing. So I kept at it. I, I would try and pray. I said, Father, this will work. But at the end of it, it was not going. So during that last year, there was a confession that you sent to us. I testified. In that confession, I took it. You told us that we can take that testimony. That uh, because there's, we have to have a, a something that we are seeing every day. Confessions that we are seeing about our lives, about our situations. So you told us that you send us a sample of what you have been using. So you send that sample to us. I downloaded it and I went through it and I was using it. And there was this part in the confession that I was talking about my relationship. And I, I, I was just saying all of the confessions and so on and so forth. So there was this month of September last year, uh, it was actually the board that said that there will be a stop in all of these things. But for Denmark, there's this, uh, the message, L of bondage that you told us about it and you inspired us by giving us your testimony. 
And their testimony inspired me to look back in my family and I saw that it was actually an air of bondage because in my family, there's hardly been somebody that started this marriage thing. And they started from traditional, they, go, they went to court and they went to church. Everybody, when they start, the people that were ahead of me that I got to know, they would just, um, if they try, they'll come and do introduction and then they take the wife and then later on they'll try and come and not pay the diary. But I look at all of those things, I say that it, it has to end with me. It cannot continue with me. I cannot go through that same line of activities that it has been going on. I say it has to stop. So I kept at that confession. So that month of September, you also told us that the, in the heaven, there is this giving that they are giving every day and there is a purpose and that is connected to the giving. You have to write it down so that I, I boost you up and you told me, you gave me a sample. And I asked you that, is it a particular amount? You say, no, anything that you have, you have to, you can give it and then you connect it with your faith. So there were a series of giving that I made in that month. And in that second of September, one of the things I mentioned in that giving was that I want to have a clarity in this relationship that I'm in. Father should, if he should open it up, it is coming to an end, it should come to an end because I was actually tired of it. So I made that prayer and then thank God in that month of September, our church was fasting. I joined the fast. I said that at the end of this September, I must come out of this thing. So after I gave that seat, at the end of that September, before the end of the 25th, the relationship that I was in, he wrote me a message and said that I can go on with my life. There is that if if that if I see another person that I want to get married to, I can go on and marry the person that is he he's sorry he had to let go. So I just took it like this is a, a confirmation of the prayer. And then in this section of the the testimony, the confession that you sent to us, this part. There was this part about relationship, and I said that this is actually what I want. That God is preparing me for the marriage journey. I testify that I will find God's perfect will in His choice of the man I marry. Someone will take the lead in the service of God, that will head the campaign in the propagation of the gospel, and will stop and nothing to see me become all that God has planned for me. So this part of the testimony is actually what became, because not long from after that one relationship and they God brought me a man and it's exactly this confession someone that is taking the lead in the service of God someone that is heading the campaign in the propagation of the gospel because I always want to marry someone that is in the house of God is is about God's business it's not somebody that is about his own business and then trying to to be is is already already is only about him and his business and stuff like that there's someone that will be more focused about the things of God. And this is the exactly the kind of man that God brought to me. And the marriage happened these past two weeks in the month of June 4th. I send, when I send the invitation to you, Ma, I was just waiting for the words that you say to me. And the words that you declare that you have a beautiful marriage, a beautiful wedding, exactly what happened. And I said, this is what I was, I wanted to hear. And I, I just held on to those words and exactly what happened. So I just want to thank you, Ma, because in the marriage, 
they, and I've actually ended that thing in my family because we went through every step by step from traditional, they take everything from traditional to court and to the white wedding. It was very successful. And right now I'm with my husband and he's, we are even connected right now. He's connected to Inspired by the Word. So there are a lot of testimonies that I've encountered in Inspired by the Word. Even during the communion segments, the breaking of the bread, a lot of changes in my health. I just want to thank you, Ma, for this platform. Thank all the co-hosts for daily inspiring us with the word and with the investment of your personality. God bless you, Ma. Thank you so much. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. What a testimony. <laughs> I wasn't going to stop that testimony like, <laughs> What a, we should hear your husband's voice. Hello, <laughs> sister Ate's husband. Can you say hello to us? Hello, hello, Maka. Good morning. Um, so good to hear your voice. Same here. Good morning. We are very, very glad we, we came in contact with you and your everybody that has been blessing us and inspiring us. We are so so blessed. Wow, 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 wow. Sorry, what's your name? Uh, Brother Falefa Consti. Yes. So he's connected as Falefa Consti. Oh, thank you so much. So good to have you join us and we celebrate God's work in your lives. And indeed, together, you guys are going to do mighty things for the kingdom of God in these last days. You'll be at the first forefront Amen. of what God is doing on the earth. Congratulations. Amen. Amen. Thank you so Sister much. Sister Ate, I am so, so proud of you. Like, I know this journey and I'm so happy to hear this testimony. And I want to talk to somebody here who, um, I believe that your testimony has inspired a lot of people. So you know that you can direct the grace to any area of your life. Sister Ate, I'm going to give you the um, honor of sharing that affirmation. Share it on the Telegram group because I know many people are, are like, ah, where's the affirmation? Where's the affirmation? All right, go ahead and share it on the Telegram group. Um, you, might, you might want to adjust some part of the um, <clears throat> affirmation for yourself as it suits you. Then for those of you who want to, that particular part of the relationship, if that's what you want, it's also there. And then I think that that part of the relationship had actually been built up. I, I don't know if what you have is the updated one. I would also share that particular affirmation itself because we had used it at one point in Complete Ladies Network and I had, I had enlarged the content. So I'm not sure if what you have is the enlarged one, but whatever the case is, somebody is going to have the same testimony. Somebody's going to end the tenure of many things that have not been right in their family. What God did for Sister Ate, he can do for anyone in this place. Praise God. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. If that was the only testimony we had today, I believe it was worth it. Congratulations and happy married life to both of you. God bless you. All right, Brother Alex, you have two minutes. Thank you, Samaka. Um, I would try to make it a bit short because it's a long one anyway. So um, I worked in Dubai for two years with a travel and tourism company. And for these two years, I dedicated everything to the company. But um, in this country, after two years, you can opt out. When it was time for me to opt out, my boss was not going to allow me just because 
I was being a good son to him. And I explained to him that I've gotten a new job. For this reason, my cancellation that was supposed to be done in February, we had to drag it. Even I had to make um, follow up with courts to get my cancellation from him. Then I had a job from um, Emirates. And because of that, in this country, let me say, everybody wants to have such a job. This person made sure that I lost that opportunity. So I was very, very, very angry. At a point, I decided to put my man um, behavior, started fighting him physically and all that. Then I had people like Star and all that telling me, listen, put everything to God. Rather put the, the pain, the energy, everything into prayers. So we took that side. I was going to um, midweek service every now and then. I was just praying for this particular breakthrough. Then at a point, the um, authorities just gave me a call. And then one evening, around 4 p.m., they said, what do you want? I said, I just want the translation to be done. They said, okay, tomorrow, take it. As they said, the next day, I got the translation. I checked online, everything was done. I took it up to the next step, only to find out my boss, previous boss, had even gone to the next level of putting a ban on me. So after the cancellation, I have to leave this country and go back to Ghana. And I, I explained to the authorities there in the office that, listen, this, 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 A, B, C, D, I explained to them. They said, no, he doesn't have the right to do that. I said, okay, but that's what he has done. So they do the right thing for me. They just override. They did that override on everything he's done. And then I got my cancellation. My papers was okay. Just as I got it, I submitted to this Emirates company that, listen, I know you guys were waiting for me since February 2nd, but this is me now. As of this June, this is when I've gotten my cancellation. Technically, they shouldn't listen to me. But I said, go back to the site, apply of any position you see there and give it to us. I went there. I saw something that was less what I applied for. I had no option because I didn't want to illegal at the same time i didn't want to stay without income so i just took it up god being so good when they were responding they did not respond to the position i had applied the second time instead they gave me the first position which was two three times higher than my previous job the previous job i was just a supervisor having a team of just about 40 to 45 people this time around they are giving me a consultancy position and in in Emirates, in this country, uh, let me not say this or belittle myself, but for an African to get such a position is not that easy. So they gave it to me. And as of last week and this week, my documentation is done. And I have started working. And to God be the glory, even though I'm the only dark man in the office, I feel very, very honored because these guys are giving me so much respect and so much love. And this, I can only say it's God's doing. Thank you, Stamaka. It's called boom, 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 boom. Those are the kind of testimonies that we have. Wow. The testimonies today are just so amazing. God is in the house. Hey, glory to God. Brothers and sisters, I like that the testimonies are covering different areas. Sister Ate shared on marriage. Sister Imelda shared on a family member who 
God has literally transformed his life. You know, when God arrests somebody, <laughs> man can arrest a man and the man will escape. When God arrests a man, the arresting is forever. Now here is um, Brother Alex sharing a testimony concerning work, concerning God silencing the mouth of the adversary. So you see that, see, brothers and sisters, don't limit God. There is nothing he cannot do for you. And they, see, this forget about the adversaries forget about who came together and say that you see this guy we will stand and ensure that nothing good comes to him they are not god they are not god they are not god and that which god has planned for you you just stick to the word stay in the word stay in the atmosphere of the miraculous stay in the calling in the purpose that god has called you and just enjoy your life Imagine a company, normally when you get a new job, it matters what your former employer says about you. It's actually a major part of you getting the new job. These guys don't know him and they overruled the employers, whatever verdict the employer. And oh, see, when God fights for you, you always win. You always win. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And concerning um, those of you who are trusting God for, you know, Brother John posted something in the chat, said that um, this, this testimony is very super, Sister Ate's testimony. We are in a world where there's a craze to marry. You know, every Saturday, I know how it feels like to see all the brides, you know, so many marriages, and then sometimes you can sit in your space. Maybe you are not even in a relationship. Maybe it's not, nobody has asked you out in the last six months, and you are wondering, like, when would this happen? And then you will have ladies who now take it upon themselves to help God like Sarah did, Abraham's wife. Brothers and sisters, when God does it, it is forever. Don't organize a, don't work to get a, a to have a wedding and forget that <laughs> what you are actually entering into is a marriage. The wedding is for one day, maybe two days. You have your traditional three days, court wedding, traditional wedding, church wedding. The marriage is forever till the rapture. You want to enjoy it. We don't have so many years on earth. You want to enjoy the one that you have. You know, because sometimes when I talk, people feel like, ah, it's like Sister Maka don't want to get married and then she doesn't want every other person to get married. Let Sister Ate's testimony be my vindication. Because I just want you to get it right. And the affirmation we talked about, it, it, it just summarizes anything you would ever want as a lady or as a guy in marriage. There's actually the one for the complete man. The one she's talking about is the affirmation for the complete lady. There's another one for the complete man. So I would share both on the Telegram group after the meeting. Praise God. All right, um, Brother John, let me know if you are ready or should we take Sister Kelvinary's um, testimony? I'm ready. <laughs> share, share, share. Glory to God. Oh, wow, 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 man. what a day. Praise God. Thank you so much, man, for this opportunity. So um, I would like to, you know, we've shared lots of testimonies about work, about... Um... So, um, okay. I want to, I want to talk about my, I have like four... I'll just summarize them. Firstly, my younger sister gave birth on um, that's earlier this week. I think on on Monday, yeah, or Tuesday. I can't really recall. Or when is it? 
for early this week. So, but the testimony about it was, I think the, the, the night before, I worked all night at the office. So I got home late that um, Tuesday. Okay, yeah, Tuesday. So I got home late that after, after I had my bath, the Spirit of God led me to pray. So I didn't know what I was praying for, but I was just led to pray. And um, it just reminded me of how Jesus was led into the wilderness. You know, he was just led me to go and pray. And I just started praying intensely. Then I prayed so much for like over 13 minutes. Then I got a note of victory. And the next morning, too, I woke up, you know, just, you know, waking up praying. That's how it happened to me. I just woke up praying. And I found myself mentioning their names, mentioning them of my family, you know. So that morning, we got the news that my younger sister had given birth. So she was not the one testifying to me, telling me of how the birth process went, of how it was that she was just saying, God is a miracle worker, God, you know, God did this. And she was telling me of how the testimony went. Then my wife reminded me, honey, you remember you really prayed yesterday evening? Like, you didn't know. I asked you what you were praying for. You said you didn't know, but you just needed to pray. I said, wow. So I just want to give you all thanks for, for that miracle. Then secondly, um, during early this year, I was kind of inconsistent in my service in Inspired by the Word because of some personal matters that was going on that I wouldn't want to mention here. But the Spirit of God spoke to me to take my service here very seriously and become more consistent. I even noticed that while I was inconsistent, there were some responsibilities I was handling someplace else that was affected. And um, even one of the responsibilities, I was even taking off that responsibility. <laughs> like it was handed over to someone else. But as a man of the spirit, I knew that no, this is this is not normal yet. So I didn't complain, but I just knew that man, I needed to check myself. As two of us spoke to me about being consistent with my responsibility here. Then I took it upon myself to become more consistent, irrespective of whatever was happening personally. I would make sure that I was more consistent in my service here. Then before then. I think the day I made up my mind to become more consistent by the Spirit, the next day, Ramatins called me and spoke to me too about it. So I knew that, yes, this was a confirmation. Then recently, this last week, yes, this last week, I noticed the responsibility that was taken from me before was not given back to me. <laughs> then I, I knew that, yes, this was by the Spirit. Then again, it has been my desire. I'm a member of the Haven. You know, and yet last week again, I was also made a cell leader in the heaven. So I knew that yes, promotion in the realm of the spirit means promotion in the physical. So I I, I thought to, to testify and give thanks concerning that to God. Uh, I've noticed even my other responsibilities that were taken from me had not been given back to me. So I knew that yes, it was tied to my consistency here. It has affected other areas of my of my life. So I want to thank God especially for, for that. So I don't want to waste more time. There are more testimonies, but maybe next week Saturday we would um, share them. Thank you so much, man. 
Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed brother John. Congratulations, Uncle John. So I can call you Uncle John now. Glory to God. Congratulations on all your testimonies. So guys, in the course team, it's a military camp. Don't worry. There's so much we do to ensure that this, um, we're committed to this because we know that this is changing lives every day and we would stay committed. Look at the testimonies that are shared here today. Imagine if we, if we stopped this because we are busy with other things. So um, you understand Brother John's testimony, praise God. And I saw that Sister Ate posted that she also got her job back with a better pay. The thing about God is you are praying concerning one area of your life, but when he visits you, God cannot visit you and settle one area and leave the others. It becomes an all-round visitation. So I don't know who is here, who's trusting God for many things. Just stay in the word. Stay in the word. I believe that this I testify affirmation is coming up because God wants you to be consistent in your affirmation. Remember that we create our world with our words. It may look like nothing is happening for a while. Look at um, Sister Atte's testimony coming from last year. This is June coming all the way from last year. And then this whole thing happened in September and this is June and she's married. When the right person comes, it doesn't take time. I'm not talking about the one that you make happen for yourself. When God brings the person that is yours, even your pastor will, be, will want to pin you to go and get married because you see how all the pastoral support, everybody is ensuring that it happens. The signs will be there and there will be no doubt. You will know that this one is of God, except you haven't been working with God. You know the voice of your father. And a father does not see his child going in the wrong direction and is quiet. So when people say, ah, um, he, he, he wasn't like this when I married him. No, he was like that. You just weren't, weren't hearing the voice of your father. A man who will beat you in marriage, you can know before the marriage. It's not when you enter the marriage that you will know. The signs will be there, you know. So a woman who would, will, there are women who beat husbands too. I hope you are aware. You know, so I'm just saying that it's not just even about beating. Enjoy the marriage. Marriage is sweet. Oh, see, anything that God created, the Bible says it was good. God instituted marriage. It's good. Marriage is sweet. See, even life itself has its own challenges, but life is sweet when you walk with God. Marriage is sweet when God is be behind it. You know, so there are people who tell you that um, if you know what is inside marriage, you will calm down, you will not want to marry. No, want to marry because God will grant you the desire of your heart. Of course, there are those who don't want to marry. It's not a problem. But don't want to, don't, don't refuse to marry because of um, history in your family or the terrible marriages you have seen. So you have lost faith in marriage. If that is your reason for not getting married, then you are wrong. Marriage is of God and it is beautiful. Because the devil has so messed up with marriage, many think that it is not good. Many think that getting married will bring you trouble. No. He that finds a wife, the Bible says, finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The man that, the man that finds the woman, you think he's also not a blessing. Was he not guided of the Lord to find? Then he also comes as a blessing. Praise God. Sister Kelvin Aries, two minutes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Glory to Praise God. God. Okay. Um, I, I want to thank God. Um, for his mighty, mighty mercies. And the, um, actually, I think um, some weeks back, we had this um, patient. She, she had um, some injuries on her and um, some 
the injuries had kind of ulcerated, you know, so they smelling, bringing out maggots and stuff before they brought her. So of course, sepsis was already setting in and she was beginning to get delusional, you know. So they put her in a room and actually what got my attention was the commotion that ensued when doctors wanted to treat her. I'm gonna just cut, cut the, the testimony because of time. So I, I noticed the commotion and then the doctors didn't want, they said the lady was being erratic, frantic, wasn't allowing anybody to touch her, I guess because she was uh, being delusional as a result of the sepsis and everything. So, and then they said the place was smelling. So my colleagues couldn't even enter there, they said the place was smelling. So when I wanted to go, they said, I should wear, ah, I should wear um, face masks. I said, <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I said, me, I should wear face masks. I said, you can't stand it. You can't go there. This, I said, I, I was like, because I remember Pastor, several in several of his messages, you know, talking about it. I said, okay, that me, I want that thing that is inside of her to jump out so that when it gets to me, it can actually now die. You know, I that's that's um, in fact that's if this is it, that's why I will not even go with face mask. Let the thing jump out and enter so that I will be sure that it died. So when I got into the room, there was no smell. I could not understand what they were talking about because everybody deserted that area. They said the 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 the, the, the wound, the it's so smelly. I could not perceive anything. And when I came in, the lady was calm and I started talking to her. You know, I, while I was talking to, even I was praying in my spirit as I was talking to her, then I touched her. You know, I started talking to her, Is, are you okay? Is he okay now? She was so calm. And I told her, please let the doctors come so that they can clean out your wound because she has, the thing was painful. I, 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 I calmed her down. And the, everything everybody was saying, what I encountered was the opposite. She was calm, she was cohesive and everything. So when I called the doctors, I said, please come and dress, come and continue with the wound so that they can be able to, you know, take her to the um, theater and continue with grafting or whatever it is that they wanted to do. The doctors came in and said, Kel, eh, you've touched her with love hand. You know, you used love hand to touch. I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't touch her with love hand. It's the power of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus. It's the power of God in me because I don't believe that there was anything wrong with her in the first place. All we needed was to just call out to the devil, you know, no, be sensitive to his presence. I, 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 by the grace of God, I've just come into that stage of my life where if I see the devil, I say, devil, I see you. Now get out. I am sensitive to his presence. Even when I walk through the water, when I, when I, when I sense it, when I sense the spirit of death, I, 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 I can see you here now, get out. And they obey, they scamper. They don't just obey, they run away. They scamper, you, the way they run, there's instant, you can see the person, instant quickening. So, sorry, I'm, I'm getting carried away. So please, I, I just want to thank God. God is just awesome. Thank you, glory to God. Thank you for listening, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And those are not all her testimonies, but that's the one we can take today. Brothers and sisters, problems gravitate towards their solution. Never fear if you hear any concerning any matter or if any matter is brought to you. Never wonder. Problems gravitate towards their solution. They came to you because in you is the solution. Praise God. Okay, I think that that's all the testimony we can take for today. At least I was able to take all the hands that were lifted earlier. 
So Sister Joycelyn, I'm going to take your testimony next week. Um, but please feel free to share your testimonies. The, the Telegram group is open for anyone. Share your testimonies, share your inspiration on a daily basis. If you are winning souls, feel free to share the pictures and the videos. If you're getting married, feel free to invite us. There might just be somebody in the city where you live from inspired by the word that might be able to represent us. Praise God. Okay, so on the subject of fatherlessness, um, Sister Arejo, um, are you online? Okay, yes, you're online. I had shared, um, so I think that the video will just help me summarize what I wanted to say so that I don't take time. I um, There's someone who has actually helped to share the, the, the whole um, agenda of fatherlessness, how um, he didn't share a lot about how it happened, but he shared about why um, why the, the world is after family and why fathers are actually taken away from homes, why a lot of um, marriages, a lot of children are raised by single mothers. There are more children raised by single mothers than single fathers and how it's affecting um, um, people who are growing up. When you heard Sister Imelda's testimony, she shared how that, um, you know, she's basically been the mother to her brother. Um, if you ever watch the videos of um, um, serial killers, serial rapists, you know, um, people who give issues, who give trouble to the world, you would always go back and trace a background where there was an alcoholic father, a father that was never available, or a father that was never there, or a child that never knew his father. There is always that concept of fatherlessness in their history, most of the time. So children don't grow up to become who they are by chance. No, it's planned by the devil. And see, when we pray for nations, when we pray and, 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 and declare the words that we're declaring concerning nations, praying for all men, we're touching all of these things. And when you understand, when you, when you, when you watch that video concerning fatherlessness that Sister Arenho is going to share on the Telegram group, you will be more, you'll be more careful to marry rights because it's, it's, God knows why he said it takes a man and a woman to bring children into this world. If it takes a man and a woman to bring children into this world, it takes a man and a woman to raise them. It is not God's intention that children are raised by one parent. There are things that only a father can teach a daughter. It doesn't matter the role a mother plays. There are things that she would only learn from her father. There are things, things that only a mother can teach her daughter, only a mother can teach her son. It doesn't matter. You know, they say, oh, my, my dad was my, my mother and my father. My mother was my mother and my father. She tried to be father, but she can never be father. So don't think that worst case scenario, the marriage does not work and we will separate now and I will raise my children by myself. After all, I have money. Or I'm from a family that has money. No, it doesn't take only money to raise children. So that, that video will inspire you to marry rights, even though it's not dealing with marriage. We have come to the end of today's devotion and I believe that it's been a rewarding, amazing, beautiful, inspiring, transformational devotion today. And the testimonies, I believe they've inspired you. And by next Saturday, we're gonna be queuing for all the testimonies. We're like, oh my God, oh my God, how many testimonies are we gonna to take today? That's how it's gonna be. We're gonna have a life of endless testimonies. And that's what this week 
that we're entering into tomorrow is going to be like. So brothers and sisters, congratulations to all of you. Enjoy your life. Life is beautiful with Christ Jesus. Look at all the testimonies. Let us unmute our mics as we share the benediction. Glory! Thank you, Thank you so much.